Welcome to T1 Bite Size. It's coaching questions. And today's question is, should I listen to my Garmin? Welcome to the pod. I'm your host, Matt Warner. So let's dive straight in with possibly the question that I get asked the most. You've gone out and you've bought yourself a shiny new Garmin or Wahoo or Polar or whichever brand takes your fancy and you're excited to record some sessions and after you've been doing that for a while, your watch and the app that you sync it with start to spit out some new information or data around things like rest and recovery, sleep, resting heart rate, fitness levels, VO2 max. And that's when I start to see questions coming in from my athletes saying, hey, Matt, should I listen to this data, especially when it's not always in line with what you're telling me to do? Okay, so this is a could be a complex answer, but we want to do this as a bite size. So let's get straight to the nub of it. I like to look at the data that you get from things like Garmin as sort of fitting into two camps. One is rest and recovery. They include things like sleep, HRV, uh, resting heart rate. Garmin also has its own metric called body battery, which brings a few of those things together. That's on one side. And then in the other camp is fitness metrics. So that'd be things like VO2 max, literally fitness. And then when it recommends certain recovery windows as well for you to, to adhere to. Okay, those rest and recovery metrics to start with are pretty good. They're pretty interesting. They tell you a lot about what your body's doing, how it's reacting to not only the training that you're doing, but maybe, you know, other stresses in life. Maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you've got a new baby, maybe work stressful. So those metrics can be really insightful for sort of telling you whether your body's really uh, receiving, whether it's really soaking up that fitness uh, from your training. The key here is not to look at them in isolation or in a short-term kind of window. So if you get a bad sleep score or a bad body battery score for, for one or two days, I would kind of carry on as normal. But look at the trends instead. So if you notice over a few days, a week, that your resting heart rate is going up and up, that your HRV is going down and down, then that would be the point where I sort of pump the brakes and maybe take a rest or, or ask for advice from a coach. Okay. So what about those fitness metrics? Let's take VO2 max first. Firstly, VO2 max is something that's really hard to train or to have a huge impact on. There's a massive genetic part of VO2 max. They say if you want a high VO2 max, the key to it isn't your choice of parents. There's not a whole lot you can do to your, or to train your VO2 max beyond the kind of training that you're going to be doing anyway. So things like lots of long, slow endurance, sort of zone two training, them working through the zones that's really sort of the training that you're going to be doing anyway and you're only going to be able to impact that number a little bit so sure it's interesting to know but can you really act on it and that's what I think is really key to the data that you use in training also bear in mind that you, to get your actual vo2 max you're going to need a lab testing with lots of pretty expensive equipment the Garmin data or the Garmin uh, estimation is shown to be accurate within sort of 5 to 10%. So it's it's definitely sort of in the ballpark. But again, what are you going to do with that? So the one that really sort of grinds my gears, so to speak, is uh, the fitness metric, especially when people say, hey, Matt, I need to change my training because according to Garmin, I'm, you know, I'm losing fitness. Now, remember, fitness isn't just this one simple single thing at the moment we've got the rugby world cup happening and then last weekend it was the berlin marathon 
So bear in mind that the sort of pros competing at both of those sports, both of those events, highly professional, highly trained, the best in the world. And yet they're very, very different types of athletes. And the type of training that they're going to do is really, really different according to the demands of the sport. So they're both fit, but fit in a different way. So the idea that we can kind of have a single unified score for fitness is kind of laughable when you think of it in that way. Fitness is essentially your readiness and preparedness to tackle a specific event. Remember, you never tell Garmin or Wahoo or whoever it might be what that specific event you're training for is. We bring it back to endurance sports. You know, maybe you're training for, you're trying to smash a new personal record for a 5K park run. That's one type of fitness that you're going to need. Or maybe you're training for your first Ironman and you need to be able to get through an Ironman marathon, which is a really, you know, it's still running, but it's a really different type of fitness that you're going to need. So bear in mind, until you know what you're training for, it's really impossible to kind of have that single unified score, which makes that fitness metric kind of rubbish to be honest. And then the recovery score, the one that, you know, says that you need to take X number of hours or days recovery, again, based on averages at best. A Garmin doesn't know, for example, sort of your sporting history, how fast you tend to recover, doesn't know anything such as, you know, what you're eating, what you're drinking, did you get a massage, did you, can you put your feet up and just, you know, really chill after a session or do you have five kids that you have to run around after? So again, without that information in there, that recovery score becomes a little meaningless. And I know if I listen to uh, recovery uh, suggestions like that, I would barely train. So that's the sort of short, sharp, in a nutshell version of whether you should listen to your smartwatch or your training device. I hope that was useful. Uh, And if you've got any questions, please get in touch and uh, let us know. We'd love to answer them. So until next time, that's it from T1 Bite Size, and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.